Hey guys, and welcome to the newest episode of It's Shamira, Not Shamira, where you hear all the fun things that run through my mind. P.S. I am sorry in advance. Random talks that I have with friends and family, and anything else the universe decides to throw my way. Well, what are we waiting on? Let's get going. All right, so uh, quick disclaimer, as you listen to this video, um, you're going to notice that the audio, the audio, <laughs> the audio for the podcast on my end was super echo, echoey, echoed, whatever. <laughs> uh, so the reason for that is I am decided to use a different platform because I wasn't at the rollout studios. We were doing this um, with a couple different people and we were all at home. Um, so that was the first thing. The second thing is I was going to use just my laptop, but the camera on my laptop, Mm-mm, not good. Like you can wear all black and it looks burgundy. So I decided to use my phone to record my camera, but given my location, that still didn't come out super clear. You'll notice at the end of the podcast, when I go outside, it gets much better. But um, I did not realize that the echo was so bad until after the whole thing was recorded. I played it back and it was already too late. So um, I learned it won't be like that the next time. Uh, so that's why it was re picking up on two microphones from my laptop and from my phone. So unfortunately, I sound um, doubled over and I'm still new. So I'm learning how to um, edit that. It may sound different on the podcast platform if I can figure that out, but it may not. Uh, so I do want to give you that disclaimer on why it sounds like that. So uh, if you can get past that, you'll really thoroughly enjoy this talk. Um, it was definitely one that I've been wanting to have for months. I remember telling my friend Heidi this idea um, probably around like last October or something. Uh, and it just, the timing wasn't right. I wasn't ready um, to be that honest. Um, and then I honestly felt like other people weren't ready, but that was totally my judgment. They were all in. So it was very good. We didn't cover as many things as I would have loved to cover. Um, and Heidi had to leave in the middle, but I definitely want to do another. Preferably over mimosas. Yeah. Alcohol is always good when you have talks like this because it can get emotional. So uh, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, go ahead and make sure you follow me on all my social media platforms, uh, except for Twitter. 
Jesus, I need to get that together. <laughs> um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Shamira Not Shamira. Uh, obviously, the YouTube channel, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, go ahead, subscribe to the channel. As I start to get more time and build momentum, we'll get more videos out there to everyone. If you like this, go ahead and share it. Uh, hopefully, it's something that sparks a conversation uh, conversation amongst other women hopefully it brings a little bit of awareness to other men but i think it might bring some awareness to women who have never gone through this either because again as you hear through um some of our stories it was unfamiliar territory for a lot of us um a lot of our, our the things that we went through. So um, with that being said, go ahead, keep watching and thank you for uh, just coming by, listening and go ahead, leave a comment below as well and we will get going. So we're back at it, uh, part two of the Mama's podcast and we're gonna be jumping in at Mo giving an example of her birthing experience for her oldest. Um, and see where that leads us. Like I said before, touchy subject, but so worth it. Thanks for listening. Tell you, they, they don't talk about those things, right. you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. the fluid shift, the fluid shift of your body when you're pregnant and everything. I mean, you know, some women have these amazing pregnancies, but you have no idea. Anything can go wrong at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. And, people uh, die all the time from childbirth, and they just, just because it happens all the time, people forget the risk of that. Yeah, of that. The risks, yeah. Talk about it. Man, talk about it. No, no, you have, but talk about it on, on here. Guys, my phone is dying, and I've got a world war ii going on with my kiddos so i'm sorry <laughs> but i'm gonna have to cut out but yeah thank you for the conversation thank you, thank you. bye heidi part thank of it you, and, um, keep up the good work mamas thank you thank you, you. Too. And if you, if you can pop back in at any point we love for you too but, but I, I, I get okay. it okay sorry love. Uh, all right. that's all right love you too bye, bye. <laughs> All right. All so right. So talk about talk your birth with your oldest, mom. Um. Well, my whole like pregnancy was like all over the place. Um. They, my doctor was a student doctor because UCSF in San Francisco is like a training facility for like, mm -hmm. up and coming doctors. So my doctor, my OBGYN was a student doctor, and you know I kept telling him I need this. I need I. You know. I've seen so many pregnancies. I know when something's wrong. Don't tell me when something's not wrong. And they kept telling me, oh, I'm fine. You're fine. And I remember it was a Friday and they called and was like, you know, we did some tests, like, you you know, the test you wanted us to have preeclampsia, we need to come in right now. I'm going to come in on, Friday, on Monday because I'm not spending my weekend in there with y'all. So I get there and, you know, they have to induce me now. But of course, I have preeclampsia, which I've already had. Um, let's just say I was in labor for like three days. When they induce you, it takes longer for them to, you know, for your baby to come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
I remember in my records it says I'm allergic to latex, and you know, you're not supposed to push until you're nine nine centimeters or ten centimeters dilated. Um, they had me pushing, I think, when I was like eight. Um, he's not coming. He's not coming. You know, I can't. No matter how much you want me to push, he's not coming. So they were like, okay, well, we're going to give you an epidural. Just, you know, so you can stop with the pain. The first epidural, they did it all the way wrong. You know, an epidural is in your spine. So how do you do an epidural in your spine? Wrong. Um, so they had to come back. They did the second one right, but by the time they did the second one, the first one was taking effect, so there's no... I have no feeling down there at all now. So you want me to push on something that I cannot feel anymore. And the doctor was like, okay, well, since you've been pushing, we're going to go and try and go, you know, maneuver him and pull him out. Push legs and gloves on because, you know, that's what they had at the time. And I'm latex. So I immediately had an anaphylactic shock and pulled up around me. And heart rate dropped. My heart rate dropped. So I had to get a um, and I remember when they wheeled me in, the my OBGYN was the one who was doing the C-section. Not the regular doctor who was there, but you know, a student who did my C-section. And I remember being in the hospital after I had my son, and they were like, okay, well, you know, my C-section got infected. I had a blood clot on my uterus. Like, I was in the hospital for two months after my son because of not having everything you know, in my record of me being allergic. Like, I'm allergic to injectable ibuprofen, and they gave me that, and my face swelled up after having my son in the hospital. Negligence, yo. What in the world? Wow. So not one person shouldn't go through all of that on their first pregnancy, and I can say I will. Right. All of it, every like little thing, the preeclampsia, the almost dying, the being allergic to stuff, blood clot on the uterus, staying in the hospital for like two months. I had people coming in and praying for me, like, I hope you get out of here. My, I had a fever for two months straight, like, oh, we can't let you leave until your fever goes down. Well, then I don't know how long y'all like. I guess I'm gonna be in here forever because y'all not giving me the right meds, like not the right care. Oh, your son could go home, but you gotta stay. So, where he can go? Like, they literally him out. Where, where he gonna go? You gotta stay here with me. Like, I'm his mom. Right. That's crazy. And they don't, yeah. When you're like a new mother, you don't have anything to you all of these complications that can, you know, go wrong. And, you know, you, you're not ready for it. And to then have, you know, postpartum depression, all of this going on, you're like, yeah, as many times, I could actually, you know, sympathize with Shamira about this. Because I remember one time he was crying and I just wouldn't shut up. So I was in the bed, like, and I he, he actually hit the bed and bounced off the bed and hit the wall. And it was just me sitting there, like, you know, as a mother, you're supposed to be like, oh my God. And I'm just sitting there, like, and he's still fucking crying. Yeah, like, yeah. That was my thought process. He's yeah. still crying. He won't shut the fuck up. So I yeah. remember 
laying two pillows on the side or literally locking myself out and calling his dad and was like, you have an hour to get here because he won't be quiet. So that actually made me think of a story that I'm talking about, Celeste. Want to talk about that one? Which one? I'm sorry. When you were talking about when you were talking about how you had you were banging on you were banging on a locked door at the hospital. Oh yeah. So um, I knew I had postpartum with my first one. Um, I wasn't aware that the more children you have, the worse and worse it can get. Um, so with my second one, it actually was a little bit worse. Um, my pregnancy was good. Um, delivering, delivering was kind of a nightmare. Um, once I got my epidural, they actually hit a nerve when they um, gave me the epidural, which made me jump while the needle was still inside. And I was paralyzed from the waist down for about eight hours. Um, like Mo said, I, it was very hard for me to push um, because I couldn't feel anything from my waist down. Um, after I had him, the next 24 hours when I woke up, um, I woke up with an excruciating migraine. I've never had one in my life. Um, so they had the anesthesiologist come back to assess me and see what's going on. Um, they came to the conclusion that when they gave me the epidural and um, they hit a nerve, that some air seeped in through my spine. So they, they did a blood patch where they drew some blood from my thigh and they went back in and did a reversal like a reversal epidural and they pushed um, blood through my spine to try to clear the air that they felt was exactly so from that um, I actually ended up with a blood clot in my lung um, when I went home my first day home that evening um, I called my mom about 1130 that evening and I told her I needed her help um, at that time I had a five-year-old and I had my newborn um, at home his first night at home and um, I was actually rushed back to the hospital for almost two weeks um, after I had him because of the blood clot but once I got out of the hospital my postpartum hit the hardest it hit so hard where I woke up one morning and I went to my mom and I dropped off both my children to her and I went to the Kaiser banging on the um, the therapist's door until somebody opened the door. Um, finally, there was a woman that was in there that was able to let me come talk to her, and I just expressed everything to her. Um, they started me on medication. It did take a few, few weeks for the medication to kick in, but mentally, me knowing that I'm taking this pill that's going to make me feel better, somehow that just, it, 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 it helped me. It helped me so much. But I was in so much desperate to get help that I literally was banging on the doors until somebody answered those doors. I don't, and that's I don't what's think, scary, man. Yeah. yeah it's it's like you just don't know what to do. You don't know, you know what, what to do. And I don't think people really fully understand <laughs> what motherhood <laughs> looks like. Yeah. I, I think, think that, that most people have this idea that it's, it's always going to be beautiful. It's just nothing but sunshine and roses. And, and we, we don't talk about it enough. That's why I really wanted, wanted to do this podcast because I know we all had crazy experiences. I know some people that want to breastfeed that can't because they can't produce milk. I know some people that feel like it's the worst thing in the world. Same, you know, you know pregnancy, but two different, different ideas on the same thing. thing. 
Yeah. So now that we've gone through the pregnancy part, as you started raising your kids, what were some things, what were some things that, that you learned during, during every last one of you guys have one, have one each? What did, what did you, you learn about, about the difference of raising a boy, a boy and a girl or raising multiple children? So, you know what, my thing, honestly, it, I don't even know if it's the gender more than it's just the child or the person because they're just separate entities they're just so different you know as, as far as the person and I don't even know if that has to do with the gender but I mean you know my mom got a lot of kids so mm -hmm. that's one thing that I I honestly kind of knew is that you have to parent every child differently yeah. um just think about you and your sister Shamira you know what I mean like you guys are just different and it's not it's not gender yeah, <laughs> it's yeah because that's you guys are different you know what I mean like and so my thing is not I'm not harder on Caleb because he's a boy and softer on Kiki because she's a girl I'm harder on Caleb because he's an a-hole and I'm softer on Kiki because she's an empath like this you know what I mean it doesn't have anything to do with him being a boy he's just a jerk I'm yeah. a jerk you know what I mean? So I mean Yeah, you two definitely understand each other. We do. That that Aries gang gang, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that's my take on it. I don't even know if it's so much gender more than it's just the the person, man. The person, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I have my my daughter's fifteen, she'll be sixteen in November in her attitude. <laughs> I pray to the Lord every day for the strength <laughs> to carry me through. <laughs> My 11-year-old son, he is the sensitive. Um, I have to be careful yelling at him. Um, my daughter, I yell at her. She looks at me. I look at her, give her that look like <laughs> right. him. I just raise my voice, and he's like, mm -hmm. so it's, it's definitely, it's the person. Mm -hmm. It's the person. Okay. I'm just adjusting my Sorry, mic. I'm just adjusting my mic also, as we talk. It's I think when you have like three, it makes it a little harder because you they they also have this like thing where I don't have my own place. Like mm. I'm the middle kid or I'm the last kid or you know, you love mm -hmm. this one because they were here first. So so <laughs> you're you have to parent them according to <laughs> <laughs> I know like my middle kid you know she is more of the mommy figure because she feels she's younger than her brother but older than her sister but she has to like overcompensate because she has to stand out because mm -hmm. the first she's the last so you know I have to parent her different my youngest kid, who is all me, I have to parent her different because she's Monique all the way. So sometimes I have to step back and be like, all right, don't punch her in the face because you know she taught, that's you. <laughs> yeah. And then, then I have my son who's like, you know, 
he's the oldest so he's like he's the man of the house because you know he's the only guy here so i gotta parent him a whole different way because he thinks he's a man yeah yeah i don't know why kids be tripping though because they like the the white stuff in the oreo that's the best part I mean, I don't like it, but everybody else do. I'm just. Yeah. I was just curious, Clark. We have to talk about Oreos and how you just don't. Do I, them. I hate the white part, but I'm just saying everybody else love it. Yeah, but I'm saying the that's best. the best part of the Oreo, right? That's what I'm saying. So why is y'all tripping, middle kids? Yeah, I hate the white part of the Oreo. <laughs> right. When we bought some Oreos, how you hate the middle part? I hate the middle part. The thick ones. So. <laughs> I'm speaking in general. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I only have the one, so it's interesting looking at his personality because sometimes I go, "How the heck did you end up like this?" Because your dad's who loud, made you? I'm loud. Like, what, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what is this quiet? Like he's so evil. I remember one day we were sitting in the car and I, my road rage kicked in, and we came to a standstill. <laughs> This asshole wouldn't move and I wasn't gonna move. So nobody got to go through. We did this for like an hour. And Kai's like, Mom, just go. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, nah, I gotta blah, blah, blah. He's like so embarrassed and mortified because he just wants to avoid conflict at all costs. And then like I have to fight to get the words out of him. Cause I know when he's emotional, there's things that he wants to say. And I know he needs to say it because it's the quiet ones you got to watch out for. So I'm like, when you, I don't need you just going off. I remember that happened one day and I was, again, he is not the violent type at all. So when I pick him up from school and he had punched a wall, I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. We need to figure out what's about on. to die. Right. About to die. Yeah. So it's, I tell him all the time, especially with the things that we go through now with him being a teenager, I don't understand him. And I need him to understand that because I try and parent from the best way I know, but I have to understand who he is as a kid and what he needs versus what I needed are two different things. So I'm always talking to him like, what can I do to help you? What can I do to communicate with you to make sure that you're understanding what I'm saying to you. How, what, because our languages are just different. And I've come to understand that. And he shuts down when I yell. But at the same time, when I feel like I'm talking to him, I feel like he takes me not as seriously. Hmm. So, I mean, this is a kid that literally last week I threatened him. I was like, get your shit together or you gotta go. You can go live with your dad. And he didn't want to do that. So he had to figure out what to do with his life and how he needed to succeed. Because I was like, I can't. I'm doing, I'm still trying to nurse myself back to health mentally. And I don't think people realize that, like, as a mom, your job is never over. I don't get to take a day off. None of us do. Like if you sick or whatever, if your kids still need something, even when they have a, a guy in their life, I wish that were a little bit more prevalent on our end. But even when people have spouses that they live with, 
Guys just don't get it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So just, I would love to have like a true day off from mommyhood. How does that feel? Right. I don't know. <laughs> when you get it, let us know. Right. Right. Because even <laughs> even when I'm out on conferences and things, I he'll call me, he'll text me, he needs something, and I have right. a dope support system. Don't get me wrong. But he still reaches out to me because I need to handle X, Y, and Z because I know his teacher is this teacher and this work is due on this day because everybody's just mm-hmm. depending on him to, to do it on his own or him to tell them what they need. I'm like, he's a teenage boy. He ain't going to tell you nothing. So you got to be involved. Ooh. Yeah. I want a day off. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm getting a week off soon when we in Jamaica. Yeah, I ain't getting a week off. He coming, but I'm, yeah, not my I'm, I'm getting a week off. Hold on, let me say. I said I'm. Yeah. Week off. <laughs> <laughs> man, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why I'm trying. I'm like, duty's got to come so they can do their own thing. So yeah, her so brother get out of face. Her brother's getting married in Jamaica. So we're headed there for a wedding. So yeah, everybody else is ditching their kids, but I think, but see, here's the thing. Yeah. That's the parenting in me. Like he's old enough. Like I don't want to go to Jamaica and he's not experienced that, but I get some people were just like, I'm going on vacation. I don't want my kid to go. I just feel selfish. That time when I went to Europe for two weeks, that was the longest I ever been away from him. And I felt guilty after the first week. And I still talk to him every day, still was helping him with his homework, still making sure he went through stuff, but I felt guilty that I was having this whole experience and he wasn't with me. Yeah, Yeah, I feel no guilt um, at all. (laughs) Me either. I never passed. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm ready. And these kids, all 2019. (laughs) I, I wish I wish I didn't. I really do wish I didn't. I mean, of course, I would have brought them if it was uh feasible, financial, appropriate, and not even that. They can't even stay. Oh yeah, we're gonna be at all Like it's like adult. a lot of, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of stuff that went into that. Like, of course, I yeah. would want them to come. They my homies, but no, um, no. yeah, not this time. Right, we're at a it, we're at a all inclusive. Ad- don't resort, resort. But I actually found one that's like 15 minutes away that I think we're going to be saying that so I can bring, Kai. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, like I wish that I wouldn't feel guilty because I shouldn't. Mike, Mike just texted me talking about when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> hey, my On other, it now. <laughs> my other cousin hit me up and was like, so when are we doing the next one? <laughs> this is becoming, so just so you guys know, this has become very therapeutic for me because I get to talk about things that are uncomfortable. Um, everybody has different points of views. And like I've said before, I like having this platform because whether I agree with it or not, everybody deserves the right to be heard. Even if that point's an asshole. I was at a, like Mo. I had a booth like yesterday. Saying that she it was didn't like, hear me. Oh, and no, I didn't. But it said, no, I'm talking to Mo. Oh. <laughs> and she said, like an a-hole, and I was like, like Mo. 
Yeah, then I heard it. <laughs> Mo's in her own world. Exactly. Yeah, she usually is. We always have to reel her back in. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad. Okay. <laughs> Yo, this will be us on. So we have conference calls twice a week, and we find ourselves doing this with Mo all the time. And you got to say her name and be like, hey, Mo, did you? Hey, Mo, because she'll just venture off into her own stuff. Like my dear man, I'll be staring and then y'all be talking and then for some reason it's like something else is coming and I'll just like, hmm. yeah. So for all of you guys, your pregnancies were the the children that you gave birth to were your only pregnancies or did you have more pregnancies than that? Like did I have somebody else's? Baby? What was like a, a was like a surrogate? No, no. Well, that could be it. So I have one kid, but I had three pregnancies. Some people have like I have a friend that had like six mis six, seven miscarriages. I had two abortions. Like was the the kids that you guys have your own pregnancies? Yes. Well, I mean one of my past, so that count, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. So that's yeah. one thing that I've been struggling with um, recently more in the last year as I've been focusing on like my therapy. I didn't realize how those other two pregnancies affected me. Not that I would change my decision because I was 15 the first time and I was 18 the second time, but I found out I was like three months pregnant when Kai was six months, six, seven months. Mm. So yeah, there was supposed to be a back-to-back -back situation there. So when I changed my decision, I used to think, man, looking at my life now, but then Kai said, mom, you can't think about that. And he was right. He's like, your life is the way it is because of everything that happened. Mm -hmm. And I can't I can't imagine my life being the, what it is now with three kids because my thought process mm -hmm. would have been different. I'd have been in survival mode because that's three mm -hmm. kids before I was even legally able to drink. Right. So mm -hmm. I definitely don't think some of the opportunities would have presented itself the way they have. And some of the, some of my growth has been because of the relationships that I've had in, that, in, in the past. But I don't think like if you hear someone's had two or three miscarriages, immediate empathy. If you hear someone's had multiple abortions, zero. It's like you did that to yourself. Unless you were raped or something. Like unless they, the 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 cause was extreme. Mm -hmm. And as a person who like my first pregnancy, I could feel flutters. Like that's I was four months when I had an abortion. That's still a connection that you have with this kid. And you have to choose to let it go. Because I just, I couldn't imagine going through a whole pregnancy and then having to give my kid away. And I give huge kudos to people who are strong enough to do that. I know I'm not. Mm -hmm. But the stigma that comes with it is ridiculous. And I get it. There are some yeah. women who use abortions as a form of birth control. Right. But a lot of those women are damaged and there's other things. There's like behind the scenes stories that need to be dealt with too. 
And I don't think people right. factor that in. Right. Did anybody ever? Well, like, I, I mean, I agree. Huh? I said, I know. I, I totally agree. It's not normal to just be a, a whole serial killer um, to your yeah. kids. Like, you know what I mean? There has to be something behind that. That's not even something yeah. that you, well, that we would think would be like a normal thing to continue to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of weird after like the third, fourth one. Like, it's kind of weird now. Yeah. And to this day, when I go to the, to anywhere near the abortion clinic, I realize that I either avoid looking at the building or I get so lost in the building that I, I become like frozen. Like I can't, I'm paralyzed. So it's yeah. still, it still affects me and I get it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember one day being in there and I was just trying to make it seem like it was no big deal. You know, trying to keep up a regular conversation, laughing like it wasn't a big deal, but that was just my way of dealing with it. I remember this one girl came in, I think she was with her mom. And I mean, you could hear her screaming and crying before she went out to the doors. Like, it was just, you can tell she did she not. She probably want to didn't want to do it. Yeah. She yeah. definitely tell. She didn't want to do it. Yeah. I don't remember if she went through with it because when I, by the time I went into my appointment and came out, I didn't hear her. I didn't see her. That I don't know if that meant she was in another room or if she left. Mm. But I'll never forget her scream and I'll never forget that cry. And, mm. and I think people don't realize that it's, it's a big decision to make. And we, a lot of us don't make it lightly. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think in most cases, like people really do. I mean, I would hope they didn't, but I mean, I don't know. It's just hard. Like, I don't know that that's something that people are just like willing to do. Like, you know what I mean? I want to get pregnant and then just to have an abortion. I don't ever think it's something that they sought out to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just the circumstance comes and that's the optimal option for you at that particular time. But I will go back to this for you, Shamira. Mm -hmm. So I think about, like, at first, after I lost Exodus, it was, like, really, really, really hard. You know, obviously, it's hard to lose a child. So, but I always think to this day, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have got Caleb and Kiera. Mm -hmm. So, it's not that you didn't want of course you know you want your child to live but like how different would it have been mm -hmm. if that didn't because then i would not have gotten caleb and kiera and then the same mm -hmm. for you so for instance if you wouldn't have went through with the first one there possibly couldn't have been a kai right i tell kai that all the time so like he came on purpose yeah. like that was if it weren't for that pregnancy oh, and yeah. what i went through that like i definitely wouldn't have we got pregnant again because i was like i didn't I didn't want to do that, but that was the best decision I could make as a 15-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that right. 17 was that much older, but he definitely right. came out of that decision. Yeah, and I feel like it's, you know, it's divine timing. You know what I'm saying? It's like right time, right place, and I feel like sometimes we don't respect that. Like, yeah. we get caught up in our own feelings about what could have been but it's like would you really want to lose like him 
you know what I'm saying? To sacrifice yeah. something that you don't even know no. what it would have been. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that's how I always think about it. Like, cause I don't even know what I would do without, um, ugly and Kiara, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate that you just said so, that. That's how. I, <laughs> so but that's, that's how, how I, I think about it, and I don't know if I say that to make myself feel better or if that's just the reality of it. But I just know if that wouldn't have happened, I know that I for fact because I wouldn't have moved to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. I know that I wouldn't have the kids that I have now. Sorry, my mic just fell out, so give me just a second. I'm here to reconnect it. I fell out at the most opportune time. There we go. Okay. Um, let me switch. Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking at Mo. Yeah. I know. I'm looking at Mo and at Gay. I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo, I swear she be sweet with her eyes open. Like, she was just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the man said I'm put me on. These motherfuckers are wrong. Yeah, I'm regretting. You were just telling me about that today. Um. So, what's one good advice? That um. You guys, so, what's one good advice that you guys uh, got from anyone? Uh, got from anyone. Your hair look cute. Your hair look cute. You still look cute. <laughs> <laughs> What's one good piece of advice? What's one good piece of advice that you guys have about mommyhood? About mommyhood. Well, mine goes back to what I said earlier. When um, you know you have to parent each child differently. Like it's not going to be the same handbook. Like Kier's in English and Caleb was written in Japanese. Uh, so it's just a different handbook. You know. That's true. That's really true. But what's one piece of advice that you guys got from everyone or anyone? I heard you, Kayvana, but go ahead with everyone else. I I don't know. That's a good question. I'm a wrecking ball. I ain't got no good advice for nobody. Don't get no advice. Don't take no parenting advice from me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> um one good piece of advice that I got um was from my older cousin. She's passed away now. She's in my mom's generation. One thing that she told me when she found out I was pregnant, she said very clearly, do not let she said, don't let nobody tell you nothing. There's nothing wrong with you having this baby. You can do whatever it is you want to do. And if anybody got a problem with you having a baby at 17, tell them to call me because I've been through it. I already know. And she graduated early from Mac before they moved to L.A. Um, she, what she, get, she went to UC Berkeley at 16, 17, and she was pregnant with her oldest kid and was married. So she's like, yeah, don't let nobody tell you no stupid shit. And I still to this day, like, I still hold on to that mm-hmm. because of her. I went to school. I was full-time in school and trade school, which I didn't finish, but it had nothing to do with him. It was just, I was struggling at the last bit. Um, but I never thought that I couldn't do it. I just didn't. Cause I, I didn't realize her age when she had her first kid. I didn't realize the accomplishments that she had with her first kid graduating from college and going, you know, her husband at the time was 
traveling a lot. So she was with her, you know, her kids alone a lot and still in school. So once I had that talk with her, I, I was like, I can do this. Like, that's when I realized I'm good. I'll mm-hmm. be fine. I'll figure it out. I, it ain't gonna be perfect, but I'll figure it out. But yeah, she called me. Everybody found out I was pregnant when I was like four months. And she called me immediately and gave me that pep talk before. And it was nice too, because she gave me that pep talk right around the time everybody else found out. So she kind of got in front of everybody. So mm. it was no way that nobody was going to get a chance to give me any negativity because she was the first one to hit me with all the positive shit in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I just realized that my whole thing just shut down. I hope it recorded. I know it's it recorded. still showing I that to it recording right record. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah, still recording. Yeah, that's on my phone. Oh. No, it was recording on my laptop. Part. That just shut down because it died. So yeah, we'll find out. If not, it's <laughs> next, time, next, time we'll we'll it, next time we'll do a double record, like somebody else will record it at the same time. That's a good idea. We don't have this issue. Yeah. Or the next time yeah. I'll just plug yeah. in my laptop. I'm, I'm, I'm not far <laughs> that from the part. I don't know why. Yeah. That. That, yeah. yeah, that was good. Brilliant. Great advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I hadn't used it all day. So I thought I had like a good full day worth of time on it. So whatever. What's a one bit of advice that I, I don't? That's why I have y'all around me. It's exactly why. Because it don't always work out well. Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, what's one bit of advice that you want to leave for your kids? Oh. You mean when I'm gone or when I'm older? Like whenever. And in, in, in regards to parenting? Yeah. What is what is this in regard to? Uh, anything. So one thing that like I tell Kyle all the time is he can do whatever it is he wants to do. Don't let nobody tell you nothing about what you can't. Don't let nobody give you limitations. Um, but that's just things that I learned through parenting him and, you know, starting to live a life that I want. So what would be one thing that you guys could leave for your kid that you've learned just in your time of having kids? I mean, my, my advice to them is that there is no exact path. So, for instance, you want to go to college? Cool. You want to be an entrepreneur? Cool. You want to be a doctor? Cool. You know what I'm saying? You gay? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're atheist? Cool. Like, it's no exact path. So, I don't um, limit them. I mean, I structure them in a way that they can make their own choices and that those choices are going to be acceptable. Um mm-hmm. I mean, because the world is going to judge them and, you know what I'm saying, and the world is going to beat them up anyway, but I don't want that to come from me. Yeah. So I allow them a lot of freedom in their thoughts and in their choices because, again, the world going to judge them. They don't need to get that from me. Mm-hmm. So my, my advice to them is just be you in any facet, in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Who got next? 
For me, let me see. Right? Um, for me, I just like the background got loud, so I had to move. (laughs) I just tell them, you know, you're gonna have your own goals. Um, you're gonna have your own way of um how you're gonna want your life to be, but just always know to continue to push forward, never give up. To me, you know, it's so hard with today's generation. Um, they give up so easily. You know, it's really sad. It's sad to hear, yeah. sad to watch. Yeah. And that's one thing that I try to install in the kid in my two children, um, is just don't give up. Don't give up because you'll you'll get to where you wanna be. You know, it takes time, it takes dedication and hard work, but don't give up. Absolutely. Yeah. With this little I, weak generation. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say like with this generation. Lazy. Crazy. Lazy. <laughs> It's just like everything in their mind, everything's supposed to come so quickly. Yeah. And they like social media yeah, makes just like them Fortnite. feel like. Yes. Everything makes them feel like, you know, you can just, it, you know, you see somebody successful and it just happens overnight. Yeah. It, it doesn't, yep. it doesn't work that way. They don't and get the full story. It's not like, yeah. And it's not like there's people out there that's telling the full story. Right. I know like, on my professional social media, I've been trying to figure out how to tell the story of entrepreneurship in the most honest way possible, because this shit ain't easy. That feast or famine stuff, and I've been struggling with it for years, and luckily I've always surrounded myself with people who just don't give up and just push through, so I've been learning little ways to switch it up. But yeah, it's not easy. And I'm thankful for having the support system I have. Like, I just, I don't know. And actually, I talked about this in my podcast, but Mo helped me through part of that. Look, you say I say her name and she focuses again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know when a kid be sleeping in class? Yeah. Oh, the answer is me. Because, man, like, the the expectations versus reality is it's so different and there's nobody out there that they just glamorize the end result but you don't see the sleepless nights you don't see don't. the procrastination you don't see when people you know have living in their cars or you know moved back home or whatever to, to stack money like they don't talk about none of that stuff so that's another reason why i like having this platform is because it gives me a chance to talk about little things as much as I can when it comes to any whatever the the relevant topic is and Mm -hmm. then also kids nowadays too like I don't understand what it's like to be a kid in this generation because if you fuck up it's forever forever we man we all the the dumb things that we have done when we were younger I'm so glad there wasn't the internet back then because I don't have to be reminded of it unless it's somebody telling me uh telling the story hey remember that one time right yep right everything's caught everything's caught on social media so true yep and a good bad or indifferent there's the the girl whose rape is forever going to be on the internet yeah and that is crazy to me Mm yeah So yep. I, 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 when I talk to Kai, that's why I tell him, like, I don't understand you. I don't understand what you're living through because it's different. But I know that it's different. How can I be supportive? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a learning curve for me, too. 
Yeah. And I worry about that. Like, you know, we where we live, it's a bunch of teenagers dying around here. For, you know, what, we just had one little girl that got into a car accident because it was raining, mm-hmm. inexperienced, hit a tree, mm-hmm. and her little sister was in the car with her. Yep. The other kids that, the, the was it five kids in the car where two of them were seniors and went over the freeway because one was drinking and driving? Yep. Yep. I think they were raising. Two kids gone. No, these ones weren't raising. From it was one in. Is it the one that where they crashed by like Walmart? That no. Wanna no, Creek. That, that that's the other one. The this way, one was yeah, like Wanna Creek Wanna on the way Creek. back. Here. They literally their car went off the freeway. One hundred and fifty feet. Yeah. Drop. Look at the um look at the poor children, um, the two girls that just took their own life, um, that were part of that shooting at the school. Yeah. What is up with that? The second one took her life yesterday. That's you know? Crazy to me. I don't watch TV. I ain't been on social media in a couple of days. Well, okay. What is that? Look, no, so she's saying catch her up because she I don't, don't know. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so um there was a shooting in February of 2018 at, at a school and um 17 people were killed and 50 were shot parkland shooting thank you thank you and um last week um they reported that one of the gals that survived um killed herself and this morning when i woke up um another one did it that survived as well did it yesterday Mm -hmm. we don't deal with mental health stuff in general and in this country in general because, I mean, you think about veterans, but then when you factor in, you have young people going through traumas, and they're yeah. still trying to process puberty and all the other feelings, plus going to school with other teenagers. Like, it's, I worry about that. Like, that, yeah. as a mom, I genuinely worry about that. That's why I used to go through his phone. I still go through his phone sometimes, but, you know, he's on punishment, so he don't get it. So I don't have to go through nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, nah, I'm still going through your phone. I pay that yeah. bill. And I, I want to know. Bill. Yeah, I want to know what's going on with yeah. you or the people around. And, and a lot of times it's not that I'm worried about him because we have a pretty honest relationship. He just got his STD checkup the other day. And you know how you got to be in the waiting room while the kids now that are, yeah. So the doctor came out and he says, well, he says I can share this with you. So come on in. So we sat through the rest of his doctor's appointment with him. So it was, it wasn't an issue. He has no problem with telling me things, but I don't know what's going through the kids that he surrounds himself with. Yeah. That can affect him, but that also, what if some kid is going through something and we can help? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that worries me. Yeah. And yeah. kids have phones way younger now. So they, I mean, that Momo challenge, I'm just like, oh. what? Why? How does that even work? Like, why aren't they on a book? But you go places all the time and you see little kids with tablets. Yep. And they're just on YouTube. Yep. That mm-hmm. worries me. That mm-hmm. really worries me. And see, we and didn't have this growing up. Huh? Yeah, we didn't have that. We didn't have that yeah. growing up. So yeah. we were faced with a whole different challenge of raising mm-hmm. our children because we weren't able to raise them how we were raised. It's totally right. different now. It is. Know? That go outside and play thing. I was thankful when our our kids were late with the the phones and stuff. I really feel like. Cause they will go outside and play. I can have them come over to the house. We yep. had project crafts. They yep. were good with that. 
Yeah. So it, it luckily for us, it happened a little bit later, but still, once it creeps up on you, it's just like, okay, yeah. what do I do next? What do I do? Then they go off to high school and, you know, they have their own friends. They want to go out and do stuff. I worry all the time when he goes, hangs out at the mall with his friends because I'm like, where's your wallet? Do you have your ID on you? Like, I don't want no issues with mm -hmm. anything. And I didn't, I, that wasn't something I was prepared for. I didn't think about that. And now yeah. I've had to explain to him, when you are 20 minutes late, I'm freaking out. And yeah. now I get, that's one thing I definitely get one. You know, when you're younger, like, well, I, your mom like and it was you know, 20 minutes yeah. late, like, what's like the big deal? Tripping. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. now, you have, <laughs> nowadays, you have something in your hand where you can contact me. So I don't yeah, want to hear about, no, I was yeah. doing this, I was doing that. Exactly. Yeah. We, did, yeah. we had you to search for cell call. phones to call you. No, we had to call you. Yeah. And how to call collect. What do you mean? Or call yep. collect. <laughs> and what's your name? Hey, mom, right. I'm running late. Click. <laughs> I'm okay. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't yep. want to hear your mouth about having to pay for the collect call. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nah, yep. They, they got it way easier. So there's no reason why you can't call me and tell me why you're late. Right. None. At and all. And I'm nope. freaking out like every minute that goes by. And I remember yep. when my freshman year, I was at Casamon. And I it didn't hit me then because of course I didn't have a kid at that time but one of the girls in, in my class one of the officers she did she was like 16 her daughter was going to the child care that we had at our school then and um I remember we had said the same thing and she's like you don't understand when your kid goes missing and I didn't because I was just a freshman didn't you know none of that stuff mattered I was just a kid myself but now I'm like I get when people are freaked out mm -hmm. I understand 110 percent why I, man, when Kai used to ride his bike to go off somewhere by itself, I was always like, call me when you get there, and I still do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who you going yep. with? What's their parents like? You ain't getting in the car unless I know who they are. Like, yep. You can have a life. I just need to, I'm not going to be out of it. I need to know There's who you're hanging around with. There's just too much going on nowadays. Yes. Yes. That's why I'm a big fan of Kai having gun safety, too. I'm good yeah. with him operating a gun because yeah, if definitely. you're ever in a situation where you can disarm somebody or you can literally disable a gun, please do it because that one little tidbit of information may save somebody's life. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather you know what to do and have that in, the, in your back pocket versus nothing at all because it's normal. This is the yeah. new normal. Like the earthquake <laughs> drills that we have when we we're little, this is they their version of earthquake drills. They have gunshot drills. This is this is their normal. <laughs> like ours is just a, what do you do when you hear the earthquake? You get under the desk. <laughs> dumbest thing get ever. Under the deep. <laughs> right. You made that up. But, first of all, I don't know, but that was what we went through. Now right. to, yeah. to think about what what the kids now have to go through, it's definitely yeah. different, and it's worrisome. Yeah, it is very. very. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to thank you guys for being a part of this. Um, I'm sorry I'm outside and I just happen to see like a big thing of shit in the yard and I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so gross. Somebody let their dog loose. Yeah, they did. And it squished too. So they must have squished Ooh. it. They did, the, they did the lawn yesterday. That, so yeah, it's gross. Uh, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for being a part of this. It was really touching to hear some of you guys' stories. I know it was really great for you guys to talk about some of your stories because I know they're they're not easy to tell. 
And I thank you for trusting me to put it on this platform and put it out there for other people to be able to, to use and learn from and grow from. So Definitely. I look forward to doing this again. I love it. <laughs> and too. you know what? In the long run, this can actually help somebody out that might be watching this video and, and see that they're not alone, you know? So yeah. it, it's, really, it's really a blessing to be able to do this. So Absolutely. can you guys all do me one big favor too after this is all done? Just take a selfie because I'm going to post it on my podcast uh, uh, social media so I can say this is the talk that's going to be coming. Yeah, okay. I'm, not, I'm not selfie ready. Could I, can I use it? <laughs> you can we can use, use the another, filters, right? You can, you can we can use, use whatever filters. filter. You can even use a picture from another day. You can just okay. send whatever nice picture that you got of yourself. How about that? And that's what okay. I'm okay. you, know you know these stars don't be using the picture for their current day. They use well, they look a little picture. different from the picture from now. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I might have a tan. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry i'm using i'm using my picture from the other day so it's cool and it, it doesn't okay. have a on it <laughs> okay same, same hat same lipstick because i liked it but yeah it's a filter for everything else i Love learned it. i was trying to this is the third time i put on this lipstick without putting a lighter color on top of it because my cousins mm -hmm. have been like trying to remind me to be it's okay it looks cute be bold be different so, i love it what with it thank you lip bar yeah. It's the, it. that black-owned company that was on Shark Tank that, that the white dude called a bunch of roaches. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. This is her brand. Gotcha. It's, I like it. Like, it stays on. It stays on for a while. Like, stays Looks on good. for a while. Wow. I like it a lot. Like, it, it only came off a little okay, bit. Okay, like, no really advertisement. Like, right? Oh, you're right. My bad. <laughs> you're not getting paid to advertise, ma'am. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. My bad. All right. Go put out an affiliate that. code and whatnot. Dang. I know. See, one day it's going to be big enough where I'm going to start having affiliate codes. <laughs> All right, Mo, you look like you're frozen. Hi. I'm not frozen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank She's you guys chilling. so much for your uh, She is. I, for your you. I was paying attention, though. She was paying attention. She was. <laughs> she was. She definitely was. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, thank you.